Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and this is the Monday bonus episode. Currently, Friday, October 30th, 6.30 a.m., one day before Halloween, or as my mom calls it, Halloweening. Never said trick-or-treating, says Halloweening. Canceled here in Los Angeles. Not, uh... Not doing it because of the pandemic. So Pilar loves Halloween. So she's like, what are, what are we going to do for Halloween? I said, well, it's canceled. So I guess nothing. But uh, she still wanted me to uh, buy some candy just in case. And I said, well, no, the kids aren't going to come to the door. If they do, they're all going to be variations of the same, uh, the same costume. You're going to have... Uh, you have Dr. Spider-Man, you have Dr. Wonder Woman, Dr. Batman, you know, everyone's going to have a mask on, everyone's going to be a doctor. But uh, yeah, it's canceled. So, so then Pilar said, why don't we get some uh, painter's tape? If you don't know what that is, you can Google it, but it's, um, it's, it's, the, it's the blue or green sometimes or yellow even tape that you, uh, that you tape the trim uh, before you paint uh, the walls in your house. And um, so she said, why don't we get some painter's tape and we can tape uh, candy on the fence. We have like a, a little yard in front of the house. We have a little white picket fence in front of the house. So she just wants to tape uh, individual candy bars um, all over the fence. And she said that way if people do have their kids out just walking around even, uh, just for fun, with their costumes on. I don't know that that's going to happen though. Uh, she said they can just pull candy off the fence. And so, okay. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to tape candy on our fence and, uh, and see what happens the, the following day when I'm taking all that candy off and putting it back in a bag. But I don't know what uh, is happening with trick or treating around, uh, everyone else's neck of the woods. I guess by the time you hear this, it's over. So, uh, Hopefully, uh, maybe you decorated, maybe you dressed up, maybe maybe you dressed up with your kids and just uh, had like a, a family party in the house. That's probably what you're doing, right? Right? The activity's canceled. The, the holiday's not canceled. I don't even know why I got on this. I don't know. I, I think because I looked at the date, October 30th. All right. Today's episode has nothing to do with uh, Halloween or scary songs. It's, uh, it's name check songs. So these are going to be songs in which, uh, the artist, uh, name checks, uh, someone within their song, you know, a celebrity sports figure, which would also be a celebrity, anyone, anyone throughout history. Uh, and that's it. We've got a lot of songs. Looks like we got about mm, 30. Looks like 30. 
What else? All right. That's it. <laughs> I feel uh, I feel wasted. What I, I it's early and I, it's early and I need my coffee. So I have my coffee. I just didn't drink any of it yet. So uh, okay, I'm gonna kick it off. Uh, this is probably why I was talking uh, about trick or treating so much because this uh, this movie is the perfect movie to watch during uh, Halloween. The song I'm gonna play to start it off is the. Uh, the opening song from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, performed by Richard O'Brien. The song is called Science Fiction Double Feature. If you've never seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, it starts with a black screen and two big red lips, and then the lips uh, sing this song. So, here it is for you. And there will be a name check or two. So that was your name check. And I love that song. And I watched Rocky Horror Picture Show last week um, for the first time ever, just as a movie, you know, without being in a theater of people dressed in costumes and throwing stuff and yelling stuff. I watched it just as a movie musical. And I got to be honest, it really holds up just as a movie. And I didn't know if it would, but... uh and maybe it's because I've had the experience of seeing it in the theater, but um, I really enjoy it. It's uh, it's great. The songs are great. The uh, the sets are great. The performances are great. So it's cool. That's from 1975. Unbelievable. But that's the first name check song. Now, to start us off, uh, I always want to bring some credibility to the show. So... Uh, David Wilde's going to kick us off, but, but David and then another listener picked the same song. So we're going to hear the other listener first, even though I said David Wilde was going to kick it off. We're going to hear the other listener first, then go into David, uh, and then go into the song. Does that make sense? I think it does. This is a song I've I'd never heard this song before. Never in my life. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid Podcast listeners. This is Mike Wiles from Naperville, Illinois. 
My entry into the Name Drop episode is a song called Life is a Rock, But the Radio Rolled Me by a band called Reunion. Reunion was just a group, basically, of studio musicians who came together to record this song. The lead singer was Joey Levine, who had previously been the lead singer of a bubblegum pop band called Ohio Express and had the song Yummy, Yummy, Yummy. Life is a Rock is a cornucopia of name drops. There are hundreds of names mentioned from the rock and pop world, from Harry Nielsen to Ringo Starr to ZZ Top to Mott the Hoople, you name it, it's in here. I hope you enjoy Life is a Rock, but the radio rolled me. Hi, David Wild here at Wilds About Music on Twitter, and my name check song is... I think one of the first songs I ever loved and maybe one of the first 10 singles I ever bought, uh, it was called Life is a Rock, But the Radio Rolled Me by a band that wasn't really a band called Reunion. It was a bunch of studio musicians with uh, Joey Levine, a key figure in Bubblegum as the lead singer. And uh, yeah, he had sung uh, Yummy, 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 I Got Love in My Tummy and Chewy Chewy for two different sort of Bubblegum acts. Uh, it was a top 10 hit, and the name checks are just ridiculous because it's not just artists from Mott the Hoople. Uh, it also gets, works Jack the Ripper in, uh, Mungo Jerry, Johnny Cash, Johnny Rivers, Rolling Stone Magazine, where I really come from, uh, Mahavishnu Orchestra, Leslie Gore, Poco, uh, but also like producers, Richard Perry, Phil Spector. The Righteous Brothers, Donny Osmond. Uh, it's it's great. It's almost like uh, I love it as much as I don't love We Didn't Start the Fire. That's what I think. Uh, but thank you. This is a, a weird, one-off, rock-solid classic. Singers, Lonnie, Mac, and Twang, and Eddie, his my ring, we're going steady, take it easy, take me high, lie, lie, how's a fire, no commotion, poco, passion, deep and purple, satisfaction, baby, baby, got it, got it, give me, give me, getting hot, as Sammy's cooking, Leslie, Cora, Richie, Valens, and the story, my Vista, Fuji, I'm a Kama, Sutra, Rama, Lama, Richard, Perry, Spectre, Barry, Righteous, Archers, Nielsen, Harry, Shimmy, Shimmy, Coco, Poppin', Fats, is back, and finger poppin', Life is a rock, but the radio's old me, gotta turn it up All right, Life is a Rock, but the Radio Rolled Me. Brought to you by Mike Wiles and David Wild. Look at that. Similar names. Similar names. Uh, this is a perfect episode for David. That's why I asked him to join in because uh, the name checks and name drops, and that's what David loves to do. It was interesting that they, those two guys gave uh, very similar information on the song. And um, good one. Cool. That's what I got to say. Cool. All right. Coming up next is our friend, Kevin Hartbarger. 
I had this song so I didn't have to buy it. Let's hear it. Hi, Rock Solid friends. It's Kevin Hartbarger checking in once again from Chicagoland. At one point in time, Jean Shrimpton was arguably the most beautiful woman in the world. An icon of 1960s swinging London, she was the highest paid model on earth. She helped make the miniskirt popular, dated Terrence Stamp, and the first time you probably ever heard of her was when she got name-checked in the Smithereen song, Behind the Wall of Sleep. Enjoy. And Pat, as always, thanks for having me. be played on an upcoming power pop episode that I'm going to be recording with Mike Siegel this Sunday in person, but social distanced. So don't worry about us. We'll be fine. Um, I want to go see the smithereens because, uh, Marshall Crenshaw sings for them on tour now. And they were supposed to be here. Um, I think right about now, but they, uh, rescheduled for, uh, a year from now. So, I don't know what we'll be doing a year from now. Will we still be inside? I don't know. But I'm going to go see him. And uh, it's a band I don't know much about. And everyone tells me, oh my God, the Smithereens. So, uh, I got to start listening to more of their music. And um, and uh, Rock and Peace, Pat Denunzio. Doing a lot of ums today. It's early. I don't have uh, my brain and my... Uh, Mouth aren't working uh, together yet, but hopefully that'll be uh, <laughs> fixed in the next, uh, for your listening enjoyment, hopefully in the next two seconds. All right, coming up next, uh, more name checking, more name checking. Thank you, uh, everyone who's saying who the name check will be so we know who to listen for. And uh, thank you, everyone who gave me the um, time code where that name check would be. Some people didn't, and I had to search and uh, I did. But here we go. Let's move along. Hey, Rock Solid listeners. It's Craig Trombley from Ontario, Canada. Uh, this band is Ockerville River. Um, and the song is Famous Tracheotomies, which uh, the songwriter Will Chef talks about um, his own tracheotomy operation when he was a kid. And then goes on to name drop a bunch of famous people that had had the same operation, including Ray Davies from the Kinks. Um, and then uh, he actually gave Ray Davies a co-write on this song, Cook Kinks tune, at the end of the song. Enjoy. Ray Davies had a tricky yard of me. 
He was at St. Thomas Hospital in London, age 13. And during his long recovery, nurses put him in a wheelchair and they'd wheel him out onto the balcony. Famous tracheotomies. That's quite the song title. Very nice, Craig Trombley. Craig, your uh, your intro skipped there at the end. I don't know what happened. Let me see. I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play it again and see if it skips or if it plays uh, smoothly. I don't know what happened. Sometimes it happens. Let's find out. Hey, Rock Solid listeners. It's Craig Trombley from Ontario, Canada. Uh, this band is Ockerville River. Um, the song is Famous Tracheotomies, which uh, the songwriter Will Chef talks about um, his own tracheotomy operation when he was a kid and then goes on to name drop a bunch of famous people that had had the same operation, including Ray Davies from the Kinks. Um, and then uh, he actually gave Ray Davies a co-write on this song because they used a bit of a Kinks tune at the end of the song. Enjoy. All right. So that was the part that uh, that jumped when uh, when he was talking about giving Ray Davies the songwriting credit because they used a bit of a Kinks tune in this song. I'm not sure which Kinks tune it was, but I totally take Craig's word for it. All right. Now, this is the part of the show where I play uh, intros and songs back to back. I know it's very early. We're only 17 minutes in, but I got, uh, how many did I have? I think I had six this week where the intro and the song are together. I'm not going to play all six at once because I think that would eat up like 15 minutes of the show. So I'm breaking them up into uh, sets of three. So this first set of three will eat up about six minutes and uh, I'm going to drink this, uh, this uh, mocha latte and kick back and get some caffeine in me and get my brain working. And so please enjoy Glenn K. Amo, Michael Van Zant, and our very own Murray Valeriano. I liked how I said Valeriano there. It kind of rolled off my tongue. I liked it. Here we go. Hello again, Solid Rockers. It's your pal Glenn K. Amo from Moncton, New Brunswick. For this name check episode, I'm bringing you the Rio Statics once again from their 1987 debut album Greatest Hits. It's their ode to the Toronto Maple Leaf legend, The Ballad of Wendell Clark, parts one and two, which is not only about Wendell Clark, but also name checks famous goaltender Jacques Plante and broadcaster Dave Hodge. Enjoy, and for God's sake, keep both hands on your stick and keep your head up. Well, I heard Wendell talking to Dave Hodge last night, and he said that he was confident and keen, and he said that
Hi, Pat. Hi, Rock Solid listeners. This is Michael Van Zant from Troy, Illinois. Hope everyone's doing well. So where can you get name checks of Sonny Bono, Yoko Ono, Run DMC, Eric B., LL Cool J, and Anthrax? Well, that's from Public Enemy in Bring the Noise. From 1988, it takes a nation of millions to hold us back with uh, an album full of lyrics that, well, I have to say are still relevant today. So here's Bring the Noise by Public Enemy. Hey guys, Murray Valeriano of the Rock Solid Podcast. How are you? It's been a while. I haven't participated in one of these in a bit, so I'm glad to be back. It's been fun keeping up with listeners on Twitter and Instagram. If you're on Twitter and Instagram, my handle is at Murray V on Twitter and at Murray V Comedy on Instagram. Give me a follow. Shoot me a little note. Let me know you're a rock solid listener. I'll follow you back. We'll discuss music and various other things. Today, I picked a song off of Pink Floyd's The Wall. I mean... A masterpiece, right? I never use that word, but let's all be honest. It's a masterpiece. And I know it's weird to pick one song off this album because this album you have to listen to T to B, even with like Comfortably Numb and, and that gets radio play and maybe even Young Lust. Sure, those work, but you got to really listen to this album T to B. So I will leave this up to Pat's superior editing skills on how he wants to get in and how he wants to get out on it. Although it's only a minute and 38 seconds, Pat. So if you want to play the whole thing, feel free. In this song, Roger Waters name checks Vera Lynn, who was a British singer around World War II and also title checks her big hit um, We'll Meet Again, which was uh, one of the most popular songs of World War II in Britain. Uh, I don't know how it did over here. I don't really hear much Americans talk about it. So it's a beautiful song, much like many songs on this album. Uh, thanks for listening to the show, guys. I hope everybody is sane. I will talk to you soon. Oh, when we will meet again.
Pat. This is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. For the name check episode, I'm going with some Van Halen, the 1984 track Top Jimmy. David Lee Roth would occasionally join Top Jimmy and the Rhythm Pigs at their regular gigs around Hollywood. This song is a tribute to Top Jimmy. I say cue this around the 212 mark, Pat. Thanks again. Rock on. That was, uh, we closed it out with actually with Dwayne Hoffman. I tacked on a fourth there at the end. We went right into Van Halen's Top Jimmy from 1984. I love that song, Top Jimmy. I did, I read, uh, I read that people don't enjoy that song, but I do. I always thought that was a fun song. So, uh, you know, screw off people. Is that something people say? Screw off. Okay, now I've had my caffeine, so maybe maybe I'm getting a little uh, I'm getting a little wild now, I'm getting crazy. Uh, the next uh, the next couple of days, I'm going to be recording five podcasts. My God, it's crazy. This one, that's one. Let's count them together, Sesame Street style. The count, and then I'm going to be recording an episode uh, on the Mud Club with one of our listeners and Kyle doing that via Zoom. I did a contest, I think, back in May, and the winner got to choose a topic and then co-host with me virtually, and I've literally, we've been, I haven't been putting it off, but I've been, um, it's taken this long to uh, to get it all set up, so we're going to be doing that. Then Power Pop with Mike Siegel on Sunday, and then Monday, the day before election day, I got two Zoom uh, interviews. I got Slim Jim Phantom of the Stray Cats. He's the drummer. And in conjunction with that episode, I'll be giving away five copies of Stray Cats Rocked This Town from L.A. to London, their brand new live album. So I got five copies of that courtesy of Surf Dog Records. I'll be giving those away. And then also that same day, Monday, busy day, and I haven't prepared for either one yet. So, uh, God help me. Uh, I'm going to be recording with The Immediate Family. So that's a band made up of uh, session players, Danny Korchmar, Wadi Wachtel, Leland Sklar, Russ Kunkel, and Steve Postel. And they're coming together. They played with uh, Carol King and James Taylor and Jackson Brown. And any album from the 70s, Linda Ronstadt, any album from the 70s that you pick up, these guys are on possibly the whole album. Uh, many of the tracks, uh, Warren Zevon, Stevie Nicks. I mean, these guys are everywhere. So I'm actually going to interview those guys collectively. So there's going to be six of us in the Zoom room. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I hope the guys are uh, unruly. I hope that I have to put someone in a timeout. I really, I hope I have to mute someone. 
So that's going to be interesting. Or, or maybe it'll be a cluster. Who knows? I think it'll be fun. So that's what I'm going to be recording over the next uh, few days, five podcasts. So ASAP Club, you'll be getting a lot of those quickly. And then remember the interview episodes, it takes me a lot of time to edit the music into. So you guys aren't getting those as quickly as you might want. But, I, but you know, you can go over to the Patreon page and see the, uh, the raw uncut video of those episodes. So that's cool. So I guess what I'm saying is go to the Patreon page patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast and get in on that prizes all that good stuff what else the next this is an i guess this is the announcement part of the show i didn't know it was going to be but here we go the next uh listener curated monday bonus episode will be uh great song i don't know what the title is going to be I don't know. I would just tell you what, I don't know what the title of the episode will be, but you're going to send me your favorite song from an album that has a horrible album cover. All right. That's what you're going to do. So what is it? Uh, great songs, bad covers. Mm, that's what, that, that's what I'll call it right this second but I don't know what it will be called. So that's what you're going to do. So when you hear this episode, you can start, you have two days to send me your song. And ASAP Club, you can't send yours early. You have to send it on, uh, on the Monday that this drops. This will drop Monday the 2nd. Don't send me anything before Monday, November 2nd. Make it fair for everyone. So uh, your favorite songs from albums that have terrible album artwork. And there's a lot of bad album artwork out there. And you, there might be an album cover that you think is terrible and other people like. And that's okay, too. Then it'll lend itself for some discussion. And when I say discussion, I mean me ranting about it. All right. The other big announcement is in regard to the Monday bonus episodes. After Thanksgiving, uh, I'm going to put a hold on these bonus episodes for the month of December until after the new year and then figure out if I'm still going to be able to uh, physically do these Monday bonus episodes weekly, or if they'll be every other week, or if they'll be even once a month. Because uh, when I started doing this, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea that we might be under lockdown this long. I literally thought it would be like two months, you know, at the most. So uh, as much fun as these are, and I do have fun, uh, it is, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a little taxing and, you know, with Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and you know how crazy everyone gets at their homes with, uh, you know, just, just all the stuff, you know, the dinners and the Christmas lights and the shopping and the getting a tree and all that. So I just don't know, uh, well, I do know, I know that I won't be able to uh, do these over that time period, but don't fret. We will come back sometime in January and it's uh and it's it's just the end of October now so we, we've got a whole month's worth of bonus episodes coming up but I just want to throw that out there so you know until you're prepared plus you're not even gonna have time to listen to these during that time you're gonna be with uh you know the family that you've been quarantining with and you're gonna be zooming with uh, family members from uh all over the the country all over the world so um so that's it I just want to throw that out there you're not losing me. 
I'm not letting you down. That's why I'm giving you a month heads up. All right. Let's move on. This next, oh, I'm so glad that this guy picked this song. Andy sent this song to me because I really don't have a good copy of this song, but the MP3 he sent me is nice. And it's, a, it's an unavailable song. I can't find it anywhere. So uh, thank you, David Nickel. So let's hear David Nichols' intro, and name check, and song, and all that stuff. Here we go. Hi, everyone. This is David Nickel from Stratford, Ontario. My pick for the name drop episode is the song Diana by Brian Adams. It is about Lady Diana, Princess of Wales. It was originally recorded for the Reckless album back in 84, but wasn't included due to fears of offending the royal couple. The song was quite popular back in the 80s when I lived in Vancouver and was common in Brian Adams' set list of that time frame also, though is it a bit of a rarity these days. The song doesn't appear on any official albums or streaming services and was permanently dropped from set list after Diana's death. Anyways, thanks for the shows, Pat, and enjoy the song. song. I think it was recorded, did he say it was recorded for Reckless, but then left off that album? The version he sent me is from something called Hits on Fire Disc 2. Maybe that's a Canadian-only release. I don't remember that at all. Because if I, I would have owned that. Surely I would have. Um, oh, next up, this guy. This guy's the nicest guy. He's, uh, he plays, uh, name that tune with us every, uh, Every Saturday, he's got some uh, really cute grandkids, and his voice is uh, comforting. And other than his last name being a little braggadocious, I mean, uh, this is Tony Greathouse. And look, I've seen his house because when we play this game via Zoom, you can see you can see the rooms he's in. The rooms are fine; they're good, you know. But Greathouse, I mean, it's a good, it's fine. I mean, the bones are good; it looks sturdy, maybe sturdy house, but Greathouse, come on. Let's don't brag, Tony. All right. That's all I'm gonna say. Here's Tony Greathouse. Hey y'all, Tony Greathouse in East Alabama with my submission of the name drop episode. This may require a stinker rude, but not in nineteen eighty five. I used to love this song. But it's aged about like a glass of buttermilk. It is Wrapper Up by George Michael and Elton John. Pat, if you start at about 3.30, you'll get a ton of name drops here. And thanks, y'all. Y'all be sweet. Hey, you. It's a 
I got caught up in the song. I almost forgot to fade it down. All those name drops. I wonder if they ad-libbed those, or do you think that they had those written out like on a, on a big cue card? Or if they were just... Uh, for me, I would want to just play a game where it's like, okay, the first one who can't, uh, who can't guess one has to drink. It'd be a drinking game. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I gave away custom coasters. Custom coasters. The winners got to pick what album they wanted to be printed on a custom coaster. Gave away eight individual coasters. Currently, my uh, my uh, mocha latte from uh, Coffee Bean is resting on top of Tom Petty's Damn the Torpedoes. These coasters are great. I uh, posted a video to you, our YouTube channel that you can all see. It's also on Twitter, in our Twitter feed. If you scroll down, you can find it. You can see... The four coasters that were sent to me and the eight coasters that people won. And with the holidays coming up, again, I'm not getting a kickback from this. I just think these are really cool. These coasters are so cool. And Greg Chittister got me started on these a couple years ago. He sent me uh, six of these. And I mean, if if there's someone that's hard for to buy for, but they love music or you want get, to get them something different. I mean, let's say, let's say your favorite band's uh, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden has some great uh, album covers. Pick that person's best uh, or favorite four Iron Maiden album covers and have a set of four coasters made. There's also uh, a code. I think you get $5 off if you if you type in uh, Rock Solid or you can type in Rock Solid Podcast. And I'm not going to give the URL out. It's too much for... Uh, I can't remember it anyway. But it's, it's in the video too, so you can find it. But uh, that's it. Coasters. They're great. They're ceramic. They're like on a white ceramic tile. And then I don't know how he adheres to the album cover artwork to it, but it's great. So do that. And that's it. And that's my commercial. All right. Let's listen to what Mike Drew has to say. Hey, Rock Solid listeners. It's Mike from just outside Toronto. And for the name check episode, I have chosen the Wild Hearts with their track 29 Times the Pain. The track originally was released as a B-side with the ending lyric, God I Miss Kurt Cobain. But in 1996, it was re-recorded and the last line was changed to, So Where You Hide in Richie James is a tribute to Richie Manick, who had disappeared in 1995. The song also name checks other bands that were influences on specifically Ginger Wildheart. The belief is, is that the song's title, 29 Times the Pain, was actually taken from Husker Du's 59 Times the Pain. And to my friends who play Name That Zoom each Saturday, I recommend checking out the song because there's a good chance that your favorite band is referenced in it. 
Thanks for letting me ramble on about my favorite band, Pat. Look after each other and take care. That band's The Wild Hearts. That's a great tune. Thank you, Mike Drew. Mike Drew plays Name That Zoom. Mike Drew hosted, did a great job hosting. That's fun. We do that every Saturday. It's hard to believe. We've been doing it for months and months and months. I think we've played it, tw- I think 26, 25 or 26 Saturdays in a row. 11 to 1, my time, California time. A little bit later on the people on the East Coast. But uh, it's a blast. I wouldn't miss it. I would not miss it. It's so much fun. It's a nice break from your week. You know, if you're out there working 40 hours a week, get to see these same uh, happy faces. We, uh, we know each other very well now. Maybe too well. A lot of ball busting, which I love. It's so great. All right. This guy always brings the rock. Every time he sends a song, it rocks. So let's see how he does this week. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Jerry Riggs from Columbus, Ohio. For this week's bonus episode, Name Check Songs, I chose the song Vincent Price from the band Deep Purple. The song appears on Deep Purple's 19th studio album titled Now What from 2013. The song is a tribute to the late classic horror movie icon Vincent Price. This would be the first time Deep Purple would work with producer Bob Ezrin, who also contributed to the songwriting of the song along with the rest of the band. A quick side note, Bob Ezrin produced Alice Cooper's 1975 album, Welcome to My Nightmare, which Vincent Price provided the monologue in the song Devil's Food. Pat, you can start this around the 1 minute 11 second mark. You and your listeners take care and be safe. song for me to listen to on October 30th. Hear a little bit uh, of some creepy deep purple with uh, Vincent Price's name being checked. Just watched uh, a Vincent Price movie uh, two weeks ago. I've been watching horror films for October. It's an excuse to do it. You know, when Pilar says, well, what, what, is this, what is this movie? This looks terrible. I'm like, no, it's The Mask of the Red Death with uh, Vincent Price. Directed by Roger Corman. It's uh, it's not terrible, is it? But um, I think that was only the second Vincent Price film I've ever seen. I love House of Wax. It's great. And this one was... Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Would I recommend you see it? Yeah, I would. I'd say see it. 
Would I watch it again? I wouldn't. I don't need to see it again. But it was cool. It was it was interesting. There's a weird, creepy part. I don't know if I talked about this before. They have a um, they have a a a, a, a child actress, probably I don't know, 10, 11, or twelve. But she's supposed to be playing a woman who's in a child's body. So when she talks, it's dubbed over with a woman's voice and all, and, and she's, uh, she has a relationship with a, with a, a man, a little person who's a man, but he's an, he's an adult. There's nothing creepy. They don't kiss. They don't, you know, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing creepy within the movie, but it, but at the same time, it's very creepy. Like, I don't know whose idea this was. It doesn't seem like a good idea. It just, it's weird. It's super weird. And that was the part that, as I'm watching, I was like, oh, well, why'd they do this? This was a, a bad choice. But I mean, in the was it made in the 60s or early 70s? I mean, but it's, it, it's very strange. So just be prepared for that. But know that it's not, um, it's not, it's not, you know, icky. It's just strange. It's a strange choice that they did it like this. But anyway, I got off on a tangent. But um, welcome to my nightmare. That's my album of the day today. Because it's uh, it's the day before Halloween. So welcome to my nightmare is today. And then tomorrow is the sequel. Welcome to, with the number two, my nightmare. Those are my two albums for Halloween weekend. All right. Let's uh, hear the next song. Name check songs, people. It's name checks. Hey, Pat. Eric Amundsen here, your Bob Dylan correspondent up in the frozen north of Rochester, Minnesota. Bob's been named in plenty of great music over the years. The Who's the Seeker asks Bobby Dylan. Lennon doesn't believe in Zimmerman in God. And Bowie, he wrote a song for Bob called Song for Bob Dylan. Clever title. Bob does his fair share name-dropping, too. He went to see The Gypsy, which details his one and only meeting with Elvis. And he wrote a song for Woody Guthrie, called Song to Woody. One of only two original tracks off Bob's debut titular album, which a 19-year-old Bob Dylan wrote after visiting Woody in the hospital. But I'm not going to play any of those. In 2006, he released an album where the lead-off track name-drops Alicia Keys, who Bob was apparently quite taken with after seeing her perform at the Grammys. So, from Modern Times... 2006, here's Thunder on the Mountain. Thunder on the mountain and as far as the moon The roughest in the alley and the sun will be as soon Today's the day you're gonna grab my trombone blue Well, it's hot stuff here and it's everywhere I go I was thinking about Alicia Keys Couldn't keep him crying when she was born in Hell's Kitchen. I was living down the line. I'm wondering where in the world Lisa Keys could be. I've been looking for her even clear through Tennessee. Feel like my soul is beginning to expand. I like that song. That's a good song. I don't think I ever noticed that he checked uh, Alicia Keys in that song, though. So thanks for sending that one, Eric. All right, is it all? Has it been all dudes so far today? Yeah, all dudes, all dudes. All right, I'm gonna play another one. I haven't played one since the beginning. 
I've played this, uh, I probably played this song before. I know I did, but I love it. It's from 1970. It's from an album called Tap Root Manuscript. It's Neil Diamond. The song is Done Too Soon, and there's many, many name checks. I actually thought that David Wilde would pick this one because um, we both love Neil Diamond. So here it is, Done Too Soon. Jesus Christ, Fanny Bryce, Wolfie Mozart, Humphrey Bogart, the gang is coming on to H.G. Wells. Ho Chi Minh, Gunga Din, Henry Lucen, John Wilkes Booth, and Alexander's King and Graham Bell. It just keeps going. It's all name checks. That predates We Didn't Start the Fire by a ton, a ton of years. Is that, uh, is that a, uh, a measure to measure things by? A ton of years? That album came out in 1970. I'm going to say my brother had this album around 19, I don't know. 74 maybe i guess i would have been 10 why is a 10 year old like that song why is a 10 year old like that album but i did and it's one of my favorite uh one of my favorite neil diamond albums all right as i said we've been dude heavy but we do have uh three ladies on the roster today let's go up to canada and check out this lady Hey Pat, it's Karen from Moncton. My pick for the name-checking episode is Creaky Alley by the Mamas and the Papas. This song drops more names than David Wow. Just a joke, David. We love you. Mentioned in the first verse are Michelle and John Phillips, Denny Doherty, Cass Elliott, John Sebastian, Zalianowski, Roger McGuinn, and Barry McGuire. This is such a great song. Enjoy. Thank you. That is a great song. I just have to not think about uh, John Phillips, that guy, that uh, that creep. But the uh, the songs are undeniable. So, and how did that go over? No one that line. No one's getting fat except Mama Cass. I mean, Mama Cass must have had a, a very good sense of humor or a self-deprecating sense of humor or just. Um, or um, just just really great self esteem maybe because um, you know for your for someone in the band to write that line and then present it to you to sing it and then you and then you do I don't know it's, it kind of sounds mean to me 
But, um, you know, I don't know. Again, times are different. People acted differently. People acted like assholes. Uh, coming up, oh, this is one of my favorite songs. Let's hear how this guy introduces it. And then we'll get more ladies in here pretty soon. Hi, Pat and all the Rock Solid listeners. George Worley from Pennsylvania here. The first song that came to my mind containing a reference to a real person was Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel. This song, written for the 1968 movie The Graduate, mentions Joe DiMaggio, who of course was famous as a Hall of Fame baseball player for the Yankees, and perhaps more importantly, was married for a short time to Marilyn Monroe. DiMaggio was apparently not too pleased at being referenced as someone who had gone away since he was very much alive and well at this time, although long since retired from baseball. While this song choice may be an obvious one, for me the lines about DiMaggio perfectly capture that wistful feeling of what happens when one of your heroes recedes from the public eye and no longer holds a special place in your heart as they once did. Thanks once again, Pat, for doing these listener episodes, and please play Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel. Robinson. Excellent. Excellent song. Good job, Paul Simon and Arthur Garfunkel. Next up, another uh, Zoom room friend. This, is, this guy's my new friend. We, uh, we just texted him this morning. What? He lives on the East Coast. So it was, uh, you know, it's after, it was after nine there. Early for me, a normal hour for him. Uh, let's hear what he's got to say. And this is a song I've never heard before until he sent it. And it's a really good song. And I hope you guys like it. Hello, rock solid listeners. This is Joe Reynolds from Philly. My name check song is Otis Redding by Sarah Evans from her 2003 Restless album. Thanks, Pat. check song when you actually title the song after the person that you're name checking excellent song loved it i love this next song too let's hear what this guy's got to say about it 
This intro is this in, this intro is pushing the limits of what I enjoy. I always say, you know, 60 to 90 seconds. We're looking at 93 seconds here, folks. So this guy better bring it. The song's great. So he will say he whatever the intro is, it'll be saved by the song. Let's find out. Hello, Rock Soliders. This is Raymond Broccoli, back with a Name in the Song song, this time by Al Stewart. And folks, if you want a classic rock experience, put on the best two Al Stewart records back-to-back. I'm talking about Time Passages and The Year of the Cat from which this song that I have chosen today comes from. It's the title track. And you're going to hear the name of a person who sounds like this. Okay, and uh, if you start the track at 104, let it play until the chorus starts up. And of course that chorus you'll know when you hear the year of the cat okay so i'm i'm sorry i'm if i'm if i'm talking too quickly but uh i want to make this short and sweet and uh al stewart is not a douchebag um despite what a guest once said on this show and i encourage you to go out and see him he puts on a great show with hilarious stage banter not not douchebag banter. I don't know what that person was talking about, but please enjoy. On a morning from a bogart movie In a country where they turn back time You go strolling through the crowd like Peter Laura contemplating a crime She comes out of the Running like a watercolor in the rain Don't bother asking for an explanation She'll just tell you that she came In the year of the cat All right, Raymond Broccoli. I don't remember who called Al, Al, I can't even say his name, Al Stewart. What is wrong with me? Uh, A douchebag. I don't think it was me because I've never seen him. I've never met him. But I do own the two albums that you mentioned, Year of the Cat and Time Passages. Those are great albums. And that's a great song. And we name check uh, uh, Bogart, Peter Laurie. So, uh, nice. I'm burping now. Oh, Christ. It's a bonus episode, people. Aren't you going to miss these in, uh, in December? <laughs> Pat belching and uh, tripping over his words for uh, two hours. What do we got next? All right. We got that uh, aforementioned uh, three-song lineup again. Let me see. Let me see what the total uh, time is going to be on this. This is gonna be this is gonna be a lot of time where you're not gonna hear me. We got four people coming up. This is actually this these four 
intros and four songs are going to eat up 15 minutes of the show. This is going to be 15 minutes of me being silent. Okay? So get ready to hear from Aaron, Darren, Christine, and M-Bags. Here we go. Turning up the sound. Going to turn down my mic. Let's do it. Hey there, Rock Solid listeners. Aaron here again, and I've decided to take part in this name drop episode of Rock Solid. The song I've picked here is by Uriah Heep, who aren't played a whole lot on Rock Solid. Personally, they're one of my favorite bands, and I think they are very underrated. For those unaware, Uriah Heep are a UK rock band that have been around for over 50 years. As far as to what subgenre of rock they belong to, they're a nice balance of hard rock and progressive rock, like very keyboard organ driven rock music uh similar to deep purple although to be honest comparing the two while deep purple had the bigger name i think uri heap are more consistent with their album making but that's just me for the song i've picked here this comes from heap's 1973 album sweet freedom the name dropped in this song greta garbo or rather singer david byron sings about how people are dressed like Greta Garbos and how everyone's insane in this town of clowns. From Uriah Heep, this is a song called Circus. I've been here far too long to remember Sights and sounds from this town of clowns Making up, dressing up and walking around Thinking that you're great at garbos I'm sorry my dears but we only sat down And laughed and laughed and sorrow But it was you that opened the door And it's that we thank you for Pat, it's Darren from sunny Perth in Australia. For a name check song straight away, I thought of Steel Panther's Death to All But Metal. Now they name check many pop and rock stars, some good and some absolute crap. Goo Goo Dolls, Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Britney Spears, Madonna, Mariah Carey, Sheryl Crow, 50 Cent, Kanye West and many more. Geez, I hope this one makes it past the censorship, Pat. Hey, rock solid listeners. It's Christine Blackburn from the Story Worthy Podcast. I miss you guys. I feel like we haven't touched base since, was it Bowie? I don't remember, but it's been too long and I miss you and I'm glad to be asked back now. Thanks, Pat. So the song I chose today 
is very apropos for our election season. And the name of the song is Campaigner from Neil Young. Now, you guys who are frequent listeners know that I'm a huge Neil Young fan. And Campaigner has always been one of my very favorite songs. It's from the 1976 album Decade. And as most of you probably know, that was one of Neil Young's double albums. And long before I actually listened to the lyrics of this song, I loved it. I don't know, I love the simple guitar, and I love the way that Neil plays the guitar like a percussion instrument in the song. I can almost hear him cupping the sound hole. And uh, for a long time, I really just heard the line, even Richard Nixon has got soul. And I liked it, you know? It's, it's not that I didn't hear the other lyrics, I just didn't really listen to it. And of course, you know, but that one line, you know, even Richard Nixon has soul. That, like, always hit me. And I think it's because when I was a little girl, our family watched Nixon resign on our tiny black and white Zenith TV. And my entire family, all eight of us, my four sisters, my brother, my parents, we all sat around in the living room watching. And it was, I remember it was super hot out that day. And so we had our big door open. The big door was the front door that we never used because we used the side door, which was a bit smaller. Anyway, I remember Nixon started crying, and I was eight years old, and I, I remember feeling sorry for him. I really did, and I said to my dad, why is that man crying? And my dad said, because he's a crook. And, you know, that taught me a lesson. That taught me a lesson that crooks are not happy. But, <laughs> okay, let me back up for a second. As you guys probably know, Neil Young famously called out Nixon by name in that song, Ohio. I mean, it's, a, it's in the very first line. And that, of course, is about the Kent State Massacre. And then just a few years later, he comes out with Campaigner and the Decade album. And now he's saying even Richard Nixon has got soul. So it's like, OK, wait, what's going on, Neil? Neil wrote the song Campaigner after Richard Nixon had resigned from the White House and he suffered from a really bad case of something called phlebitis. It was in his left leg and it had him hospitalized and in incredible pain. So, so Neil is actually showing empathy. I mean, I think that's what it's about, right? Like 
Even Richard Nixon has soul. Even Richard Nixon has pain. Is that it? I don't know. Anyway, the song really resonates with me, and I also play it myself on the guitar. Yay! Now, I don't know if you guys knew I play guitar. Not a lot, but I have been playing since I was 12. So, yeah, since the Nixon administration. Uh, I'm kidding, but this is a great song to play. It's a really, it's a fun song to, to pick along with. It's one of my favorites. And check this out, you guys. Neil has only played this song 23 times across the past 44 years. Can you believe that? And it's almost always a solo acoustic version, but he did play it electric with Crazy Horse twice on the 1991 Smell the Horse tour. Do you guys remember that tour? Smell the Horse. I'll never forget the name of that. And uh, anyway, in that version that he did, the electric version, he actually called out many more people than Nixon. He says that Ronald Reagan has soul, George H.W. Bush, Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, John F. Kennedy, and Linda Lovelace. Oh, and he also mentioned his own mother and brother have got soul. So it's really cool. I think it's an important song, and I, I have a feeling that Neil Young fans like myself, I bet you a lot of people say campaigner for their favorite Neil Young song. Anyway, you guys, with that, please get out and vote tomorrow. This is the big one, guys. Either we have a democracy or we are living in a totalitarian nation. So you make the decision, would you? You're all going to vote for Biden. I know you will because you're smart. You know why I know that? Because you are rock solid listeners. And I know rock solid listeners. You guys are all smart because Pat Francis is smart. Anyway, you guys, say, listen, tune in to Storyworthy, would you? My podcast, Storyworthy, you can find it everywhere you find podcasts. And thanks a lot for listening, guys. Rock on. Hey, Rock Solid listeners, this is M Bags, Mike Bagford. Uh, this, I think this is the first appearance of this group, uh, Dream Theater. Uh, this song is called Just Let Me Breathe. It's from 1997's Falling Into Infinity. And Kurt Cobain and Shannon Hoon are name-checked in the song. Enjoy. How did that go? 15 minutes without me. Did you enjoy it? Was it your favorite part of the show? Did anyone call me uh, smart in any of their intros? Hmm? Did they? Um, all right. Thank you, Aaron, Darren, Christine, Michael. Michael Bagford, this next one. I'm gonna, this next one's a song I chose. And Michael Bagford, just this morning on Twitter, was making fun of me for liking James Taylor. But I don't care because I love James Taylor. This song is from 1997 from the album Hourglass, which won a Grammy, Bagford. All right. And it also uh, relates to Christine Blackburn's 
two songs because James Taylor name checks Richard Nixon. He does it right at the top. So you won't have to hear much of it, Bagford. You won't have to hear much of it. I remember Richard Nixon back in the 74 and the final scene at the White House door and the staff lined up to say goodbye. Tiny tear in shifted He said, nobody knows me. Nobody understands These little people were good to me Oh, I wanna shake some hands Somebody line them up Line them all up Line them up Line them all up Won't you line Come on, that's a great song. Line them up. Grammy award-winning James Taylor. All right, we're going to change it up here with this next one. This song's called Punk Rock Girl. And who's going to introduce it for us? Brian Berkey. Brian Berkey? Here we go. Hello, Pat. This is Brian Berkey from PA. For me, the obvious choice for a name check song is the 1988 classic Punk Rock Girl by the Dead Milkmen. Suggest you drop the needle at about 145 and let it play out. It's not a very long song, and this is not a very long intro. Thanks for the podcast. We went to a shopping mall and laughed at all the shoppers, and security guards trailed us to a record shop. We asked for Mojo Nixon. They said, he don't work here. We said, if you don't got Mojo Nixon, then your store could use some fixing. We got into a All right, and with that, let's go right into the other Berkey, spelled different, not related. From Brian Berkey, let's go into Matt Berkey. Gabba, Gabba, hey. Hi, this is Matt Berkey. My song is Blah Blah, and they name check Blah Blah. Ha ha ha, I jest. I've picked the second track off Weird Al's 1999 album, Running With Scissors, titled My Baby's In Love with Eddie V. I guess it really must suck to be a rock star like him. What a pain in the butt to have so much success. Spending all this time hoping and avoiding the press. But my girl can't get enough of his own demeanor Like he's some big torture genius And I'm some kind of wiener While well, my baby's in love with an Eddie Vedder She's got a thing for that Eddie Vedder Tell me what can he do that I can't do better Now my baby's in love with a I said, I said, I said My baby's in love with an Eddie Vedder Head over heels for that Eddie Vedder I can't believe it Now she's knitting him a sweater Cause my baby's in love Weird Al Yankovic, 
He's known best for his parodies, but his original tunes are great also. Matt, you're, uh, something happened with your intro at the end there. Let me see if we can, uh, if I can play just the tail end of it, see what happened there. Because it got clipped off. Let me try it. 99 album, Running With Scissors, titled My Baby's In Love with Eddie Vedder. All right, that worked. That worked that time. Also, Matt, uh, right at the top, you did a you did a gabba gabba hey in your intro, and I think I think you were doing that to pay homage to well the Ramones, of course, but also to our friend Jeff Frank. And I'll show you exactly what I mean right now. Gabba gabba hey, rock solid nation! It is Jeff from Tatamagooch, Nova Scotia, Canada. Chiming in with this week's pick, and I am going with Shooter Jennings, busted in Baylor County. So Shooter, being the love child between Waylon Jennings and Jesse Coulter, someone I would consider country royalty, um, he's released a bunch of solo albums over the last 15 years or so, mostly known for carrying on the southern rock tradition, but um, he's got a lot of range. He's way into everything from Sunset Strip Metal to Giorgio Moroder style techno. And he's even gotten uh, behind the boards lately as a producer for the likes of Duff McKagan, Marilyn Manson. But in this tune, he actually name checks two different songs. First is The Weight by the band. And second is Black Sabbath's Sweet Leaf. And it's kind of cool in that part, uh, they actually mix in a riff of Sweet Leaf Uh, into the tune, uh, which is kind of cool. So I say crank it and stay frosty. Always uh, bringing a great song. He's got an eclectic musical tastes. And uh, I don't even know if that was a sentence that I said, but uh, you know what I mean. Good job, Jeff. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. All right, our third and final lady voice, unless you're counting mine, uh, is uh, is coming to us from uh, Denver, Colorado. This woman runs the Zoom room. And uh, yeah, the word woman skews old to me. So what can I say instead? So I like to say cool chick, but is that, uh, is that disrespectful? I'm going to say it. I feel like I can say it. This is a cool chick. Here we go. 
Greetings, rock solid friends. It's Carly Anderson in Denver, Colorado. In the Pretender song, Message of Love, Chrissy Hine name checks the legendary French actress and animal rights activist, Brigitte Bardot. Chrissy Hind was asked about the name check in a 2006 interview with Billboard magazine. Chrissy replied with characteristic bluntness, Brigitte Bardot didn't crap out. She said she's always been the man in her life. What's not to like? Looks in the room. Everybody stand up. Oh, it's good, good, good. Like Brigitte Bardot. Now look at the people in the streets, in the bars. We are all of us in the gutter. Some of us are looking at the stars. Look round the room. Life is unkind. See, I just don't want to end that song because I love Message of Love. From Pretender, Pretenders 2. Uh, thank you, Carly Anderson. Great, great song. Great name check. It's right out there, right out front. And uh, excellent. All right, now we got one of our rock solid artists, Kyle Hildreth. Kyle's name check is a little bit different. It doesn't come... Well, I'll let him explain it. All right, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna steal his chance to explain it to you. Here we go. Hey everybody, it's Kyle Hildreth from the Woods of Western Mass, and for this week I'd like to give a shout out to the band Kicks and their 1988-2018 song, Blow My Fuse. You wanted the best, you got the best. The hottest band in the world, Kicks. Uh, a little backstory, I know you hate this, Pat, but this one definitely deserves it. 1988... Kicks released the original album, Blow My Fuse, and it was a great album with terrible mixing and terrible mastering. There's hardly any bass on the album. You couldn't hear it, especially on CD. Also, 1988 was Metallica's Injustice for All, another album with no bass. Um, was it a theme? Yeah, maybe. So cut to 30 years later, they released the brand new Fuse 30 Reblown which is a remixed and remastered version of this album by Bo Hill, and it is great. They took the original tapes, they cooked them, of course, and had Bo bring up the bass that was there originally, but you just couldn't hear it because of the poor remastering and mixing. So, on the song Blow My Fuse, you had a little bit of studio banter right in the beginning of the song, and they found a little bit more that they tacked onto this new version, and there's a shout-out to Ronnie 1010 Youngkins on there, the guitarist for the band, one of the guitarists. So, without further ado, here's Kicks with Blow My Fuse. I like it. <laughs> Yeah. 
I just wanted to hear a little bit of the song from Kicks. Uh, so Kyle's um, name check actually comes before the song. It's just some studio banter. But uh, I I'll, I included it. I'll count it. So uh, good job, Kyle. And that definitely, that did sound, that blow my fuse sound sounded really good. And if I was Kicks, that's how I would be brought on stage every night. You wanted the best, you got the best, the hottest band in the world, Kicks. That I would do that every night. Gene Simmons would be so fucking pissed. But who cares what Gene Simmons thinks? All right, Greg Chittister, the person who started the Coaster uh, collection. He's next. Hey, rock solid people. This is Greg Chittister. For my contribution to this episode, I'm going with an indie singer-songwriter, Badly Drawn Boy. He's awesome. If you don't know him, check him out. He did the soundtrack for uh, About a Boy. Anyway, this is off his album, Have You Fed the Fish? It's called You Were Right. He name drops a ton of people, but we're going to focus on the part where he has to turn Madonna down because he's still in love with his girlfriend. Started right at 112 and let it play for 45 seconds. Have a good day. songs today that I haven't heard before. I like it. This next gentleman has co-hosted the show before in person when we didn't have to social distance. And he's back. He's a, He participates a lot in these episodes. And that's cool. If you're hearing the same voices on these episodes, it's no one's fault but your own. You can get involved. You can send me something. Anyone who's listening can send their intro, 90 seconds or less, preferably 60, possibly 30, let's go with 15, to rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. If you don't think I have the song, please include it. And remember that the next Monday bonus episode that you will be participating in is something that I'm calling as of right now, uh, Great Songs, Bad Covers. So it's a song that you love or that you think is great, from, from an album that has horrible cover artwork. Think uh, Cheap Tricks, The Doctor. It's a bad album cover. Although it's not a great album either. So maybe that's not a good... But there's a good song on it. You can find one good song on it. I would go with a, It's Up to You or It's Only Love. All right, let's hear what uh, Brian Raisin has to say. Hey, Pat and rock-solid listeners. This is Brian Raisin from Appleton, Wisconsin. 
Ellis Paul has quite a few songs where he name-checks different people, but I think that his song The Martyr's Lounge takes the cake. In it, he runs down the guest list at Leo's, a club up in heaven where, as he puts it, all the martyrs go to hang out. He really paints the scene with John Lennon and Gandhi in a bar fight in the first verse, Jesus and Kurt Cobain's new band in the second verse, and JFK, Joan of Arc, Marilyn Monroe, and Jacques Cousteau all hanging out in the bridge. Hope you all enjoy. Take care. And I'm Thank you, Brian. Thank you, thank you. Next up is my BFF, Tom Neuerberg. He's been on the show before. We hosted a Thin Lizzy episode. Tom also got to sit in when I interviewed uh, Wendy Dio. Got to enjoy that. Uh, Tom loves Thin Lizzy, and uh, I'm working on a, uh, one, possibly two, upcoming Thin Lizzy episodes with uh, individuals that have had something to do with the band uh, in the past and in the present. So I'm working on these two. I think one of them will definitely happen. I'm uh, hoping that possibly they both happen. I hope that's not too much Thin Lizzy for you, but I feel like Thin Lizzy needs to be uh, recognized more. I got angry for a second. Okay, so Tom has a song, and it's uh, it's like that Otis Redding song. The, the, the name check's right in the title. And this is from an album called Please to Meet Me by The Replacements. Replacements. See, I almost said replace mats because people say the mats, which doesn't make any sense to me. If they were the place mats, then you could call them mats. All right, I'm, I'm getting off my high horse. Let's just hear it. If you're a fan of the band, you know what the song is. Hey, Pat. Hey, Rockefeller family. Tom Neuerberg here, your pal from NorCal. Today's episode, Name Check. I'm going to go with uh, one of my favorite bands, The Replacements, and the song Alex Chilton. Not only do they name check Alex Chilton, but obviously they name the song after him. And they also name check his band. I never travel far without a little big star. Thank you. Have a good one. Oh, 
Nice pick, Tom. That's a good song. The Replacements. All right, we only got one more. And then I am going to do the playout song. The playout song I'm going to play is actually the, the song that made me think about doing this episode. So uh, you'll be hearing that soon. Uh, David Wilde got, uh, it's funny, this is a, like a name check or a name drop episode. And David Wilde actually got name checked and name dropped a couple of times. So that's cool. Thank you to uh, David Wilde and Christine Blackburn and my friend Murray Valeriano. They're all three of my friends, but I, I throw Murray gets an extra friend. Uh, shout out. <laughs> uh, if I'm going to rate my re- performance today, it, it's not good. I am not happy with my performance today. A little all over the place, a little unfocused. Uh, I'm going to tell you that everyone else uh, did great. My virtual co-hosts did fantastic. Songs are great. But uh, I don't know what's wrong with me today. Uh, I wish I could tell you that I was drunk at 8 a.m., which is the time right now. But I'm not drunk. I'm just, uh, maybe I'm not awake or maybe I didn't get enough sleep. But uh, this is a Monday bonus episode. So look, these can't be perfect. Okay? (laughs) All right. Here's the last listener curated song and intro. And then I'll chat just a little bit more, but not too much because I can barely chat today. And I'll close it out with my uh, with my pick. All right, here we go. I, I apologize. Hey, everyone. Mark Igleski from Chicagoland checking in on this name check episode. And check this out. I got a tune with three name checks all on the same line, and they all rhyme. The song is called Electrolyte. It's by R.E.M. from the album New Adventures in Hi-Fi. Pat, the name check happens around 122 in the song. Hope everyone digs it. Hope you're all doing well, staying safe, and get out and vote. Thanks, Pat. Sheen, Steve McQueen, Jimmy Dean. Who else could we put in there? We could have put uh, we could have put Mr. Bean in there. We could have put uh, someone with the name Green. That's it. I'm fried. Okay, guys. Great episode. <laughs> Great. That's that's. Uh, it's an overpraise. Uh, we clocked in about uh, 95 minutes. I think that's enough. Uh, everyone, um, please tune in for this week's Thursday episode, which is actually great. My interview with Patti Smythe uh, of Scandal and Solo. She's got a new album out. So listen to that and, um, and just to- tolerate this one and listen to that one. Uh, please know that next Monday, our bonus episode will be all about power pop and it will feature Mike Siegel. So that'll be great. It'll be fun. 
and then um, and then hopefully uh, my interviews on Monday happen with um, Slim Jim Phantom of the Stray Cats and the immediate family. The reason I say hope they happen is because I never know. You never know what's going to happen. If people are going to show up or not. I assume they will. Um, that's it. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. Follow us on Twitter at Rock Solid Show. And uh, like us on Facebook. Go over to the iTunes store. Write us a review. Don't review this episode, please. Wait, uh, maybe interview uh, last week's uh, Rob Halford episode. Do not interview this. Do not interview. Do not review this episode. I can't speak at all today. I might have to go have a uh, an MRI. All right. Uh, is that what you have to check your brain? I don't even know. All right. Here's the song that made me want to do a name check episode. It's from a greatest hits album that came out in 2008. It's a Billy Idol best of. It's called Idolize Yourself. David Wilde does the liner notes. Uh, there's two bonus tracks on it. And one is this song called John Wayne. So who do you think is going to be name checked in this song? I think you can figure it out. I'm Pat. Here's Billy Idol. Your skies are gray. 